0: What if it was possible for you to get paid to travel the world and do really cool epic experiences? What if it was possible to be paid to speak at these really cool locations and cool concepts and cool events? What if it was possible for you to have no limitations on the way that you get to have fun, make money, be with epic cool people, level up and have epic experiences and really document the journey of growth, document the journey of building your business, building your dreams, and having it all connected. Welcome to the Diamond Life Mentor. I'm your host, Belage De Bicardos, and I've got something to share with you and it just might be the key to unlocking more freedom in your life. I'll show you the way. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Life Mentor Podcast with your host, Balazs De Bicardos. And I am so, so pumped and excited for this episode today where I'm gonna be talking about my recent trip down to New Zealand and Bali I was gone for two weeks by myself. You know, I didn't bring my wife and my daughter, which was really, really difficult. But I went down to Bali in New Zealand because I wanted to really make a big difference and make an impact on my global sales organization and being able to speak belief into them and mentor and coach them, have these epic breakthroughs to see the shifts in their paradigm and what they believe to be possible. And more importantly, I just love to connect, right? I love to connect with people that are in my organization, have an opportunity to meet them for the first time, shake hands, hugs, all the things. But I want to talk to you about something that is a much bigger idea for those of you that are listening to this podcast. And that's actually, what if it was possible for you to get paid to be you? What if it was possible for you to get paid to travel the world and do really cool epic experiences, what if it was possible to be paid to speak at these really cool locations and cool concepts and cool events? What if it was possible for you to have no limitations on the way that you get to have fun, make money, be with epic cool people, level up and have epic experiences and really document the journey of growth document the journey of building your business, building your dreams, and having it all connected, right? Like for me, when I first started this business over 10 years ago, that's what I really truly desired more than anything else, is a holistic integration of all the major areas of my life that are important to me, all of my values being intertwined and connected so that no matter what I was doing, no matter how I was being, no matter where I was showing up, Everything was building within itself, this perpetual machine that was on direction, on purpose, and leading me towards my highest calling and my highest potential in all different aspects of my life, which then later on, I ended up realizing, what is that called? It's called the diamond life. And so in this particular episode, I want to talk to you about the power of stepping into your vision. Because it wasn't that long ago when I thought about, wouldn't it be so cool if I had a global sales organization with epic human beings that actually wanted me to come visit? They wanted me to come share my value, share my philosophies, share my teachings, my strategies, and be paid to go there. Not only do I get paid with my flights and my accommodations, but I also get paid by directly influencing Coaching, training, and helping these people have more success in their lives, be able to accomplish their goals and dreams. And that also pays me in residual income from the growth of my business. So everything's connected. And the more that I step into my dreams, the more that I grow, the more that I show an, an inspiring example of what's possible for my organization, which traveling the world and speaking at these events is part of that vision for them for a lot of you listening you know you have this thought like what if your personal business was global what if you were the leader now that your community and your organization asked you to come and speak and you are the special headliner uh guest speaker on stage or whatever right because that's what's possible for you also I'm just a preview of what's possible for you, right? I'm just a few steps further down the journey. When I first got started in my business, there were other people inside of my company, inside the industry, all over the world that were doing this before I ever did it. And so I saw a glimpse. I'm like, wait a second. I can do that too. That's just a few years away from today. And I've been blessed and fortunate to be an international speaker in lots of places already, but... This year, things have gone to another level. And it's really cool because it's my 10 year anniversary of building my business. And after 10 years of hard work, of consistency, of growing, investing back into myself, investing back into my business, this is the first year that actually feels like I'm doing a global world tour, you know? And what's really interesting about this too is that before when I went, to speak places, it was always a business event, a conference, a seminar, a mastermind first. And so I would be invited and I'd choose whether I can attend or not, or you know, if it made sense or not, and so on. But this year something shifted inside of myself where I realized, wait a second, I have a global community in over a hundred countries where I could probably arrange for there to be business and pleasure. I could arrange for there to be an event, but I could also go with my family. And so earlier this year, when we went to Maui, we went to Maui because I asked my wife where she wanted to go on a family holiday and she said Maui. And so we decided that for personal reasons, first and foremost. And then after the fact, I was like, well, what if I put some feelers out there and see if my community, my Epic leaders and team of salespeople and business owners in Maui wanted to get together and hang out for an afternoon. We could do a little, you know, Q&A, a little training, hang out, get some content, some photos, connect, you know, see each other. And we ended up getting 30 people to come out, which was just really, really special to me because I was like, wait a second, this was the diamond life first. You know, this was an intention for personal reasons with my family first. But then at the same time, I'm like, I'm already here, I'm already coming. I would love to see you guys because I want to give back, right? I want to have a, a contribution and an impact on my team, if however possible. And so that was a really big shift. And then this particular trip to Bali in New Zealand was just going to be too hectic. Uh, the schedule was like jam packed, really busy, and it was also really, really far away, right? It was a 15 and 19 hour Time difference in the future from my normal regular time zone, and I was like, that's a little bit much with a toddler and uh, it would just be full on and I wouldn't really have that much space outside of like work-related stuff and being a leader and a mentor and a coach and whatever. So I chose to go solo on this particular trip. But man, it was just so epic because I believe that we need to put ourselves in these environments. We need to put ourselves in these situations where we raise our vibration, we raise our frequency, which is why I feel it is one of the keys to growth and keys to creating more abundance and wealth and success in your life is doing things that remind you of what you're capable of. You know, doing things that remind you that these possibilities out there in the world are available to you as well. And so for me to go on a 15 a hour flight from Vancouver directly to Singapore, And have my own pod where I could lay down and sleep. And I got served filet mignon on my flight that was at like 10 a.m. I was having filet mignon at 11 a.m. local time with a glass of red wine. And I was like, you know what? Just roll with it. (laughs) Uh, I've never had steak that early in the morning, I don't think. Well, maybe I have a couple of times. But definitely not on an airplane in business class with a glass of red wine. But I just kind of roll with it. And then when I arrived, you know, I had a really good night's sleep on the flight, which makes a drastic difference to how much jet lag affects you. And I arrived there really, really late the first night. It was the next day. I got to bed around 1 a.m. And one of the things that I did to not experience really bad jet lag is that I just switched to the local time zone and do my normal regular routines based on the time where I'm at. And so what I did is I woke up with the sunrise and this epic penthouse that was overlooking the ocean in Bali. I had my own private pool and this really gorgeous view. I'll, um, I'll cut a couple scenes into this video. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see a little bit of B roll. But yeah, it was just this incredible morning, right? And I was really tired. I only had a handful of hours of sleep, but I knew that if I got up early in the morning that day and I just went through the day and I pushed through and I didn't nap in the afternoon and none of that stuff and I just shifted. To the local time zone it would allow me to get you know past some of the symptoms of jet lag and that's exactly what happened i felt a little bit tired in the afternoon but i kept busy i kept drinking my water i was eating light food i wasn't eating heavy carbs or anything that would put me in like a food coma very light food protein and salad i was drinking my protein shakes and my green juice and you know i was really dialed into my routine of what i do at home i was just in another part of the world and i was just executing the plan I filmed a bunch of content, got B-roll, you know, I I was doing a lot of stuff and I was I was by myself at this point. And then the following day, I went and checked into this villa that had five pools. Okay. It literally felt like a resort. It was incredible. And I checked in there by myself. No one of the guests had arrived yet. And I knew it was my golden opportunity to get some content, some b-roll before everyone was occupying my focus and my time and so on. So I arranged for a local videographer and photographer in Bali to meet me there. And we filmed for about two hours, got some really cool drone shots, some slow-mo shots, some B-rolls, some vertical shots for reels, social media and whatever. And I kind of checked off the things that I really wanted in terms of content right there on the first day. And the next day, people started to arrive There was 60 of my top leaders primarily from most of them were from Australia area, but there were some people that flew all over the world from North America to attend this. And I spent the next four or five days with 60 of my top leaders. Some of them had like a VIP ticket where they were staying on site and some of them were like staying locally nearby. But I want you to just wrap your head around this for a second. So, you know, sometimes I use the word work. Like this was a work trip, you know, business trip. But let's just talk about this for a moment. Cause I think that for me, I've been doing this for so long that we sometimes forget, like, what is work? Right. To me, work is something that you have to do to pay the bills. And most of the time, work, the tasks of work, often are not enjoyable things. They're kind of just, well, whatever, it's my job. I got to get this thing done. And, These are the tasks and this is what's expected of me. And, you know, there is an element of dissatisfaction in a lot of the things that we do, whether it's just the task itself that we don't enjoy that much or often it's just the timing of when I got to do it or the fact that I would rather be doing something else. You know, there's all these like layers to people's job, career, business, etc. But here I am flying business class in the most amount of comfort Getting lots of rest, staying at penthouses with private pools, catered food, you know, doing work, which is content that is me walking around holding my laptop and reading my book and just like lifestyle shots in this really cool environment in Bali in this mega mansion with a photographer. And that is work? Since when? (laughs) Since when is that considered work? Since when is that considered? hard since when you know what I'm saying it's like I was just blown away and I continue to be blown away that me sharing my gifts speaking on camera doing a podcast flying around the world in these really cool locations with epic people eating gourmet organic food in this beautiful hot climate and then speaking and connecting and helping people you know this is work I mean if that's work and I can get paid millions of dollars a year, which I do, sign me the fuck up. (laughs) And so it was just such a beautiful reminder of like, I can't believe this is my diamond life. I can't believe this is my reality. This is the coolest thing in the world. And then as I got a chance to connect with the individuals that came out and hearing their stories and their mission and their passion and their purpose of why they started this business and what they're looking to create, not only for their families, their children, or their, their personal lives of travel and being location-free and those kinds of really incredible things, which all of us at this mastermind agree, we have so much in common, our beliefs are so aligned, our values are so aligned, but we all agree that the way we're living is the way we feel everyone should be able to live. And so it's not a matter of us Against them, or we're better than you, or we're better than those people with a nine to five job, or any of that stuff. That's not the message here, and that's not the intention here. The intention here is to go, Hey guys, look, we broke free. We got out of this prison cell, this invisible prison cell of all this bullshit and status quo, and how it's supposed to be, and how everybody just goes along with it, and they just go, Yeah, this is the way it is. And we're the ones. The messengers that say, hey, hey, hello, we broke free. You want to come too? You want to check this thing out too? It's also available for you. It's also possible for you. And so when we get together, all of us, we are not only reminded of where we came from, which for for the most part is humble beginnings, broken families, divorced parents, lack of income, lack of quality time, lack of being able to experience really cool, amazing things as a kid. You know, all of these things are, for the most part, we have them in common, not always, but, you know, majority. <clears throat> and we all can share these stories of our past and where we came from and those kinds of things. But then we all had a very similar decision to make. We all took that risk. We all took that, that chance where the odds were stacked against us and we were taking a risk or a chance of something that may or may not work. You know, nothing is guaranteed or promised in life. You know, tomorrow isn't promised in life. But yet most people operate with so much fear so much like well what if this doesn't work what if i lose money what if people judge me or have this opinion it's like life itself is not guaranteed you know what i mean like yes there's risk but life itself is risk also so when you kind of remove this whole fear around everything it is what it is right like life might end tomorrow and if that's the case then hey it's been a good ride you know we've had fun while we were here We made a difference while we're here. We lived good while we were here. And now it's done. And the next thing comes next. But that's not a reason to actually be afraid of living. You know what I'm saying? So when I am around these epic human beings and we have so much in common and we see life in a very similar way, it really lights me up. It fills my cup because I'm reminded that I'm not the only one out there because sometimes I can feel like, man, is it just me? Is it just me who is not willing to settle? Is it just me who's uh, got this drive and this ambition and this purpose and this passion to go help other people, to go live life to the fullest? Is it just me? Sometimes it can feel a little bit lonely, but when we get around other people, we're like, oh man, yeah. They'll say something and then I say something. We're like, yeah, that's right. That's exactly how it is. And that's exactly how we feel. And it's just so um, invigorating and exciting and it just fills up your cup so much, right? And so that's what I was experiencing in Bali and we had these mastermind sessions where we hung out for a few hours. We discussed different topics. Everything was an open book. It was really cool because it was a safe space, right? A lot of us shed tears. I shed tears a few times. Different people shed tears just being vulnerable, being authentic, being open because the people in the room are there to help you grow, right? They're there to actually be there for you, support you, whether that's just giving you a hug and telling you it's okay. We hear you. We see you. We understand. Sometimes that's all we need. But in other cases, it's like, oh, I've been through that. I've been through that a couple years back. This is what helped me. This is what worked for me. Why don't you give this a try? Maybe it will work for you too. And then the person's like, oh, dang, like I never tried that yet. Thanks so much. Let me go implement, you know? And it's just this like beautiful synergy of people helping people, people cheering each other on, supporting each other, being like, it's the ultimate support network. It really is. It's its people who are there um, wishing for you to excel, to step into your potential, to do your best. And everybody's at a slightly different place in their journey, whether you want to look at it from an income standpoint, you want to look at it from an impact standpoint, you want to look at it as a rank in the business, which is really just a milestone that you know, acknowledges your journey and how far you've traveled within the the structure of the compensation plan and so on. But it's like, I feel like the majority of people out there really need this in their life. You know, the average person in a job or a traditional business, when do they exactly go and do stuff like this? You know, tell me. When do they visit a location like Bali in a super mega mansion surrounded by other six, seven, eight figure earners? that are literally invested in their growth, in their potential, and call that work. (laughs) And then the funny thing about this is that people outside of this industry who do other things, they call this a scam. That's their perspective. Like, that's a scam. And we're inside of this going, where exactly is a scam when everybody's coming from a place of service, love, gratitude? (laughs) You know, like impact, contribution, paying it forward, making a difference in people's lives. Everybody in the room was generous. Their vision and goals were much more than buying big homes or nice cars or luxurious trips for themselves and their children and their spouse. That was just a byproduct of their vision. Most people there, they want to open retreat centers. They want to give back to people that are less fortunate. Everybody there was tipping the staff. And the local people at the coffee shops and the restaurants very generously. I gave one woman a million rupiah, which is about seventy-five dollars USD. But it was probably at least two or three weeks worth of her income. The people there locally they make like a couple hundred dollars a month, US dollars a month. I gave her seventy-five US dollars uh, as a tip. You know, and I'm not saying this to brag or to be like, look at me and No, not at all. Um, I give very generously all the time, and I never talk about it, you know? The only reason I'm mentioning it now is because this woman literally cried. She told me it was too much. She said, I can't accept that it's too much. And with a big smile on my face, I said, you deserve it. It's for you. It's okay. It's for you. No, no, no. She wanted to give it back crying. And she's like, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, yeah, of course. We had a big hug. She kept crying, just looking at it, couldn't believe it, right? And to me, $75 isn't a lot of money. But to her, it was literally life-changing. Or at least it made her day or it made her month or it was able to contribute to her family, put more food on the table or to be able to buy some clothes for her kids or whatever Whatever she decided to do with the money is none of my business. But to be able to do that in a generous way, how in the fuck is that a scam? When we are literally changing the world, we're literally giving back to people that I, I will never see this woman ever again in my life. How is that a scam? Do You know what I'm saying? And so what I find so interesting is that here we are living our best life with zero limitations, traveling the world, you know, helping other people, living our bucket list experiences and adventures in a way that's collaborative with others. You know, we did, we did yoga together. We did different types of modalities we even did this thing called koya which is actually like a feminine embodiment practice which i was like eh, i don't know like um i'm i'm open to it right i was a little bit hesitant a little bit resistance but then I, at the same time i was like i've never done it before let's try something different let's try something new and i'm not necessarily saying i'm going to sign up for the freaking regular classes in my local community center <laughs> but it was fun we danced around we had a good time we had connection and all I'm getting at here is that while some people point the finger and say that this is um, a scam or a cult or whatever negative label they want to put on it, it's actually the most beautiful thing in reality. The truth is that this tribe, this connection, this community of, of people who are really there to um, make, make each other's lives better is what the world needs more of, not less of. And what the world needs less of is people that are judging and having a negative opinion and pointing the finger and trying to talk shit on those people with a bigger vision and a bigger dream for themselves, trying to break out of what society expects everybody to do and say, you know what, that's fine if that's what you want, but that's not what I want. And I'm going to go find my people. I'm going to go find my tribe. I'm going to go live my life according to my own rules and by my own design and that my friends is what i had a a beautiful beautiful experience in bali with my tribe with my people and i'm so grateful that i was invited to go we um we had this beautiful epic celebration dinner we gave awards we cheered each other on people um achieved massive success in their businesses we celebrated them we heard their stories we heard their speeches we had this catered beautiful meal we had fire dancers the local Balinese traditional dance. We had a fire show, and there was this one part that I got to share with you that was pretty funny. So they're doing this really epic fire show, right? And they're by the pool. They're doing the thing. They're spinning in, it, and it, you know, I got some videos of it, and it was really, really cool. And then the finale comes, and they're supposed to do like almost kind of like fireworks, I guess. But they didn't have fireworks. So the two men who were doing this performance for the fire show, they came out with like piece of steel okay it was like a steel plate i guess on a belt and they're wearing like these little underwear basically naked right these little underwear this tribal clothes i guess with this steel plate on their hip with i guess it was maybe like a grinder like an electric grinder or an electric like what's that called like um like a sander that spins right it's got a handle and then it's got this this blade that kind of spins really fast so they had it plugged in and they're just giving her, okay? They're giving her with this sander thing. And they're hitting this plate and it's shooting sparks. The same way that there would be like those sparklers or, fire or uh, fireworks or something, right? And we're all like, woo! Everyone's cheering. We all got our phones out getting a little bit of content or like doing a little video, right? And then at one point, we all sort of looked at each other. And we're like, is this to code? Like, because <laughs> it was so, it was so not to code. There's literally sparks. Just shooting in the air, landing on the tables and just going everywhere. We're all pausing, kind of going, is there going to be a fire? And if there is, like, what's protocol here? You know, because we're, we're mostly from other parts of the world where that would not be allowed. It'd be against code. You'd get police coming and you'd have tickets and you, all the things, right? And in Bali, it was just, nah, man, that's just how we roll. Sparks flying everywhere. So it was just a really funny moment of like, all right fair enough, and then, you know, they finished, and we're all, like, looked around, there's smoke everywhere, and sparks, and we're just, like, everything, everyone good, everyone, anybody on fire, okay, sweet, and then we just, big round of applause, right, but it was just such a funny moment, because it was epic, it was, like, the most epic finale, with this little bit of a, hmm, questionable, uh, procedure, I guess, (laughs) so that was awesome, so that was, uh, one of the last nights, and then uh, from there, Clint Morgan and, and myself, who was actually on my podcast on a previous episode, I interviewed him. Him and I got on a red-eye flight. One of our leaders, who um, her name's Aubrey, and Aubrey, it was her very first time ever flying business. And she had asked Clint, hey, what are your thoughts on, should I do this? It's a lot of money. I think her ticket was like four grand, maybe five grand for you know her flight. And she's like, I don't know, the regular flight's like 500. It's basically 10 times more. What do you think I should do? Is this a smart decision with my money? And Clint's like, well, it's up to you. Are you ready to grow? Are you ready to stretch? And chances are, if you fly a business, you won't ever want to fly economy ever again, because you're just going to have this expansive experience where everything's different, everything's better in every single way. It's not just a little bit better. It's quite literally 10 times better. There's a reason why the ticket is 10 times more because the experience is at least 10 times better, if not even more than that. And so she had this moment of like, wasn't sure. And she was really uncomfortable. And that's so much money for an eight hour flight. How can I justify $5,000 for eight hours in the air? And that's how most people think, right? They have this real fear, this connection of time and money. Why? Most people trade what? time for money so how in the world is someone going to justify a five thousand dollar flight for an eight hour experience or an eight hour flight most people they want to pay the least amount of money jeopardize their sleep their back their comfort there's people right next to you farting on you for eight hours straight. You got to ask for permission to get up, to go to the bathroom. You know, you got to choose between, do I want the cool window seat where I get a view? Or do I choose aisle seat where maybe I don't have to ask for permission to get up, to go to the bathroom? So there's all these things, right? And But people are like, oh, it's it's about the money and saving the money. But here's the thing, guys. When you're in a business like ours, money and Money and time are not correlated at all. In fact, when you do epic things, you make more money. When you have more fun, you make more money. When you sit in business class, you make more money. doesn't matter how much it costs. And it's a shift in your beliefs. It's a shift in how you see things. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're literally just getting started in your business and you're barely able to pay your bills and you're just getting things going, I'm not saying go and buy a business class flight right this second because you'll make more money. Probably not the case, but in Aubrey's case, you know, we found out on the flight. So she did go with business class. We're on the flight. We're having the time of our lives. We're laughing. We're joking. We're drinking champagne. We're having dinner. You know, we're doing these little TikTok videos and reels. And found this messenger, almost like a text messaging between the business class seats on the monitor. So we were able to like message each other on there, and we're joking around and and goofing around. And myself and Clint were acting like high school boys because we're just like big kids like that. And we got such a special relationship and friendship. So we're having the time of our lives. And Aubrey's like, what in the world is going on? Cause it was like, she was seeing this different side of ourselves. Right. And that's also what happens is you, you, you join us on business class and you get to see this higher level caliber of our, I guess, I guess how you would say it is, is it's more of a personal level at this point, because when you get, into the you get a seat at the table you get to kind of see the the other sides of people you know and it's not that we're not real all the time it's just that certain things are reserved for the higher levels in a way right so Aubrey's just having the time of her life and it was really cool and I remember what like my first time was in business many years back and it's an experience man and you're in this dilemma because part of yourself Is like, I should really get some sleep because I can finally lay down for the first time ever on an airplane and have like a full bed. But on the other hand, they're serving you like gourmet food and unlimited drinks. And there's all these epic reasons to stay awake. Not only that, but in Aubrey's case, she's on this flight with two of the top leaders in the whole company. (laughs) And she's like, Well, I want to chat. I want to. I want to discuss life and business and ask questions and get to know them on a more personal, deeper level and stuff. So there's quite literally a dilemma of do I sleep or do I stay awake? And so we ended up staying awake for like four hours out of the eight hours on the plane. Finally, we slept. And then when we arrived, we went basically straight to our hotel. And within a few hours, it was time for us to, to speak on stage. Very first time visiting New Zealand, we landed in Auckland. We arrived and the people there were so warm, so welcoming, called the Good Life Festival. You can see here, I'm wearing the hoodie that they got me as a gift. Thank you guys. It's it's really cool. It's very cozy, very very nice. And so we arrived there and Lance was there. He was actually volunteered to be our personal chauffeur. He's part of the business, part of our team. And um, he's such a great guy. He He got us you know, our special water, made sure we were sorted, taken care of. He picked us up, dropped us off. And like, we could have Ubered, right? It wasn't a big deal. We, we were in close proximity to the event, but he saw an opportunity. He understood that proximity is power. You know, being around people is pow- is is powerful. So he volunteered and basically didn't really give us a choice. He's like, I'll pick you up. I'll be there at this time and all this. And I was like, man, I really appreciate that because You have the mentality of creating opportunities where there necessarily isn't an opportunity. He created an opportunity on a personal level because there was 150 people at this event, but there was only one Lance. There was only one chauffeur, and that was him. And so uh, if you're watching this or listening to my podcast, Lance, I appreciate you, man, the hospitality, the generosity going out of your way. Being a really good dude, man, I enjoyed our conversations. I enjoyed our steak dinner at that really strange medieval uh castle steakhouse place that we went. Um and uh thanks for you know being so awesome man. Now we arrived at the event and there was something different about the room. You know, I've I've spoken in a lot of places, I've been to lots of events, but there was something really extra special about this room here in New Zealand. And what it was was I could tell that the burning desire, the why of, of the local Maori people and um, the people that were in the room from, from New Zealand and people that traveled from Australia to come to the event, I could tell there was a sense of like a really, really powerful, deep burning desire, this why of why they will succeed in this business, of why they will not make excuses, quit, give up, and not get to what they know they're worthy of and they know they can create for their families for their children for their country for their people and i have a gift to be able to feel that energy and just know that there's a difference and these people in this room you're listening right now and you were at the good life festival you have it you have that special thing inside of yourself where you will find a way you will find a way out of no way you will overcome the obstacles the challenges the adversities That are guaranteed to happen along your journey. And they most likely already have happened. And it was probably really challenging and difficult for a lot of you, even just to make it to the event, to afford the ticket, to afford the hotel, to afford the flight, to get there, whatever you had to do to sacrifice, to be there, but you found a way you made it happen. And now it's up to you to capitalize on what you learned, that energy shift that you had, the bigger vision and belief that you now downloaded into your being. And you're like, wow, this is what's possible for myself. Because if it's possible for them, I can do this also, which is so true. And so, yeah, it was really special. And I just want to give a huge shout out to the core four, right? We had Shannara, we had um, Nari, we had Amber, and we had Jenny, who were the core four, who brought this event together, who made it come to life. And they're really the leaders and the trailblazers in the New Zealand marketplace. And I'm just so proud of you girls for everything that you've created, everything that you've done for inviting me. You know, we had a conversation in December in Australia at another event called Celebrate and they had achieved 6A in their businesses. So they were on this boat, this yacht, I should say, and we were having a couple drinks and they came up to me like, Hey, listen, if we put 500 people in the room in New Zealand, would you come and speak at our event? And before they even finished, I was like, yeah, I would. I would love to. I'd be honored to. You know, I'm excited to do that. I want to pay it forward. I want to have uh, more impact in your life and more impact in your business and in your team's life. And they're like, really? There was this moment of, oh, you said yes. Oh, shit. We That means we got to deliver. That means we got to make this thing happen. We got to stick to our word. And so when the event rolled around five or six months after I agreed to come and they had said they're going to do this. Then what was interesting is they promised 500, right? They promised 500 people in the room. That was the goal. And it ended up being 150. So they're a little bit disappointed by that. And, you know, they felt bad about it. But Clint came with me to New Zealand. We went together and Clint said the same thing to me like seven or eight years ago. He said he can put a thousand people in the room. And if he does that, will I go to Australia and speak to the to the room, right? And his first event was under a hundred people. It was like seventy or something like this. And I still went anyway. And then a few years later, they did host an event with over a thousand people, and we still ended up hitting the goal. So it was just really epic that we were able to make that possible and yes it didn't happen necessarily the first event just like it didn't happen in new zealand the first event but the momentum has begun you know they have done what was required to get out of their own way to put on this epic event 150 people showed up the production was really really epic the speakers were amazing the value was outstanding the experience was just just incredible so i uh, you know my hat off to you A huge round of applause. I'm so proud of you girls for doing that. And it's just the beginning. And you know, next one could be 300, 400, 500. The next one after that could be 750,000 and so on. And so it's just the beginning. And I was just so, so grateful. My heart was so full. You know, they treated me like family and I created new powerful relationships with all of you. We went out to the corporate dinner and everybody had a chance to share what was their biggest takeaway and aha moment. And it was super, super touching and powerful. And when it was my turn to share, you know, basically all I said was, this is my vision manifested into reality. And that my friends is the ultimate win. Like 10 years ago, I literally visualized a global prosperity movement and I had no prosperity movement. I had nobody even on my, my team or supporting the vision or, you know, nothing. It was zero, just me, just my vision in my heart, seeing what was possible And here we are now, 10 years later, 240,000 high ticket sales later all over the world, over a hundred countries. And now I'm able to pretty much choose any country around the world that I want to and go visit with my family on a holiday, go live it up, stay as long as we want. And I can reach out to my community and put on an event and fill the room with a bunch of epic people that I can go train, coach, mentor, speak, hang out, connect with. How incredible is that? You know? So the trip was so amazing. I came back uh, from New Zealand on a direct flight that was 13 hours. And my mission was to not get jet lag because flying back from that side of the world, going back in time, that's usually when jet lag is much more hardcore and it can take you out for like a week. If you're not prepared and you don't have a plan and you don't have a strategy. I came home. I slept eight hours on the flight back. I landed at 3.30 p.m. I or sorry. I woke up at 3 30 PM local time. My flight landed at 4 30 PM. So I was like, uh Oh, I slept eight hours on my flight, but now it's like late afternoon. And, um, I it's late afternoon and I'm supposed to go to bed, like at the regular normal time. I was like, Oh no, Uh, what's going to happen. But I was still able to sleep. I woke up in the morning. I went to the gym with my trainer, my home gym, got right back into it. I didn't nap. I didn't, you know, give in. I stopped thinking about what time it was in New Zealand. I was just focused on my local time and boom, no jet lag, man. It was the biggest win. I'm so pumped that I went and had, had an epic first week back. I smashed my PRs in the gym, you know, spent quality time with my wife. I missed her so much. I was, missed my daughter so much. And man, I'm just so grateful for the diamond life. I'm so grateful for my life. I'm so grateful to be in a position where people actually want to listen to me speak and share my opinions and share my trainings and share my thoughts. And actually, you know, speak greatness into your, your life and make a difference in your life. And all the, the messages that I receive and the, the thank yous and the social media stuff, man, it's just, it's really humbling, man. It really is. It's just so powerful, so beautiful. And um, we're just getting started. And I, my wish for you is to think about your life in a different way. Because if you desire to travel the world, if you desire to speak on stage, at first it's hard. Nobody's a great speaker, naturally. You know, especially not in front of a room of a lot of people. It just takes practice. It takes courage to step out of your comfort zone and go, you know what? I'm okay if I'm not that great the first time that I try. Just like with anything else. But eventually, I'll get better. And people in this community, when you step on stage and you're outside of your comfort zone and you admit it like, man, I'm terrified right now. I'm shaking. I'm scared. I, I'm so nervous. I'm sweating. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. When you admit it and you just speak the truth. You get a huge round of applause because people see the courage within you inside themselves, right? When they see you step out of your comfort zone, they'll receive that back and go, man, I can do it too. I have that within me as well. And that's what's so beautiful about these events is that there's a chain reaction. As somebody steps out of their comfort zone or puts their hand up or admits they're afraid or they're going through some tough times in their life or their business and they speak up and they share that. A whole bunch of other people in the room who maybe haven't had the courage to speak up yet, they get inspired and they go, actually, yes, me too. Actually, yeah, me too. And next thing you know, the room is actually helping everyone else shift and level up. I think that's the most beautiful thing ever. So thank you to everybody that I was hanging out with in Bali. Thank you to Clint and Christy for making this possible, for inviting me down to that epic Bali Mansion Mastermind. It was the absolute best time. I literally was speaking all day from the moment I woke up to the second I went to sleep, speaking, training, doing what I can to be of value, be of service, to make a difference in everyone's life. And it was so much fun. Just an epic, epic lifelong memory was created. And then to all of you in New Zealand for having me, for sticking to your word, for saying that you were going to put on the event and actually putting it on to making it a huge success, to changing people's lives to bringing me out there, the hospitality, the love, uh, making me feel like family, the haka. You guys did a, a custom haka for Clint and myself, which is like, I got mixed feelings, you know? Part of me was like, holy shit, that's really intense. <laughs> the other part of me was like, wow, thank you, you know? So uh, thank you for that. It meant a lot. It was really, really special. And um yeah, man, I'm just really, really grateful. And um, I'm grateful to you. And thank you for listening to my podcast. The last episode we had Jasmine Valdez on, who's actually one of my clients inside of my mentorship program, who's crushing it. And I've been getting a ton of messages from people wondering like, how do I get mentorship? What is the mentorship? How does it work? Am I ready for it? Can I afford it? You know, just tons of questions coming through. And um the easiest way to find out is if you got called forward, if you were inspired by Jasmine's success story and you're looking for more closer mentorship for myself as well in a kind of intimate way where you get to ask me questions every couple of weeks and we can work through your challenges together to optimize your life, to optimize your business, to help you rank advance, to make more commissions, make more sales and all that, then um, you can just click the button below on this podcast on my website or Spotify or Apple or go to diamondlifementorship.com and book a free call with my team. Find out if this is right for you, if you're ready for this. And if you are, you know, we'll extend an invitation to have you join us inside this um, special mentorship program that I have for people. And if you're not ready, that's totally cool. You're, you'll walk away with a custom personalized plan to implement into your business. So we won't waste your time. You won't waste our time. It's all good. All right, my friends, thank you for listening. I appreciate you. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. I hope you found something useful here to help you unlock more freedom in your life. We're just getting started. So if there's something you wanna hear or a guest you want me to have on the podcast, shoot me a message at the Diamond Life Mentor on Instagram and let me know. You can discover incredibly helpful resources and more ways to build your diamond life now at my website, blogwcardos.com. At the end of the day, this is all about bettering yourself and helping others. So if you think you can help someone else by sharing this podcast, That would be the ultimate win for me. And of course, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.